everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. I need for you to listen up right away because I have some insanely important questions I need to ask you, and I need for you to answer truthfully. Do you attach your worth to your performance and achievements? Do you believe that either you win or lose and that there's no such thing as a middle ground? Do you have a fear of not being liked to the point where it makes it hard for you to say no to other people? Do you procrastinate when you don't have every step figured out? Do you not ask for help and do you struggle to show your vulnerability? Do you not tolerate any mistakes of yourself or of other people? Do you ever stay in your comfort zone? to avoid embarrassment or failure. If you said just yes to even one of these questions, maybe you said yes to all of these questions. Either way, this is a judgment-free zone, but I really appreciate your honesty and your vulnerability. And I'm going to ask for you to keep those throughout this entire podcast episode, because if you do, this episode can truly change the game for you. The questions that I asked were all about perfectionism. And as of recently, I have been doing my own perfectionist detox because I have realized that there are certain things that I'm shooting after in my life or just seasoned of life that I've been in that are causing this perfectionist tendency that I have to show up. And so I want to take you through some of the things that have really helped me as of late. But before we go into the meat and potatoes of the episode, let's go ahead and talk about the healthy, delicious taco recipe of the week. Asiago eggplant tacos. You guys, like I said, we are on a roll with doing very fun tortillas or doing different bases other than just like a normal corn or flour tortilla. So if you were like, hey, this is a fun idea and I like the idea of switching it up, definitely check out the recipes from the last few weeks. But this week's recipe has the eggplant as the tortilla. And guys, I promise it is actually really delicious. I don't know if everyone's a big eggplant fan. But the chicken sausage that we chose to the different veggies that we put on there, guys, it's a wonderful recipe, especially if you're someone that struggles to get vegetables into your daily intake. This is something that is fun and is totally like a gateway recipe to allow for you to enjoy those healthier plant-based foods. So again, if you're already sold, if you're interested in seeing what we did, go ahead and check out the show notes and grab your recipe before you leave the episode today. All right, let's go ahead and jump right into the talk for today. So with the new year and us ending the first month of the year, I've been doing a lot of reflection. And, you know, walking into this year, I feel like I have really clarified my goals. I feel really good about the things that I've been going after. And as a byproduct, I've been Addressing my tendency to not track things, I haven't always been great at tracking things in the past. Sometimes tracking overwhelms me or it stresses me out or it kind of is that like truth bomb that I hate to see of like, wow, you said this is important, but you're really not spending your time there. Um, I've been addressing that this year. So I've basically in my notes on my phone because I've recognized that that is where I spend so much of my time between running my business and communicating with clients that I need to have everything on my phone. And so in a special notes tab, I have basically all of my goals that are written out just for the year and for the month. And then I break that down into my weekly trackers of who it is I want to show up as and what it is that I'm focusing on for that week. And it, guys, this is super simple. Like I 
put in one of those grids. I don't know if you have an Apple or an Android or whatever the case is. I'm working off of the Apple Notes system, and I put in a grid of one side is what it is that I want to track. The other side is what days that I do it. And it's as simple as that. So at the end of the week, I can have, again, that moment of this is where I said that I wanted to spend my time because I believe that it was important, and this is where I'm actually spending my time. And so tracking tip for some of you that maybe struggle to track with things or maybe you're looking for a new way to do as such. Uh, This has actually been really helpful, but it's also been really, really eye-opening that every single day when I go into my notes tab and I'll do this once or maybe a couple times a day, but I'll do this at the end of the day and the beginning of the day for sure. And when I go to track at the very end of the day to, you know, celebrate the progress and the things that I've done is I started to evaluate the talk that was going on in my head and whether or not I actually wrote down, yes, I did this today. And what I realized is that I was having such a like struggle of perfectionism that if I didn't fully check off the box in the way that I thought was ideal, or let's just say too, maybe in a different season of life, I had the same sort of thing that I was trying to measure I was maybe able to do more or give more time and energy to those things. And in this season of life that I'm in, it just looks different, not because of a lack of who I am or a lack of trying. It just, it's just different. And so I realized that there were certain, like, it's just credit, I should say, reasons for me to not celebrate my progress because I was simply comparing myself to a previous version of myself or previous season of life or whatever the case is. And more importantly, is I just realized that I was having super high perfectionist tendencies. And if there's anything that I've learned about perfectionism is that it truly is the thief of joy and consistency. And I got to imagine if you're like me, if you've been following this series, at least since the beginning of this year, we've talked a lot about the journey and the importance of focusing on the journey and not the destination. And If you truly want to keep consistent and actually enjoy the process, actually enjoy the journey, dealing with your perfectionist tendencies is the first thing, if not one of the more important things that we need to really be looking at in order to do so. So that's what I want to talk about today. I'm feeling really pulled to talk about this is just things that I've been doing, the perfectionist detox that I've been doing to help myself in this journey. And I will share this for anyone that's looking for maybe something new to listen to or a new read. I'm personally listening to it. Um, I kind of wish, I'll be honest, I kind of wish that I had this like to actually read. So take that with a grain of salt. I don't know if you're an audible person or if you like to actually read things and highlight and circle underline things. But I'm reading the book called The Perfectionist Detox, or The Perfection Detox, excuse me. And the author's name is Petra, and I'm totally blanking on her last name. It'll come to me probably by the end of the episode. But it has been really, really good. And there's been different exercises that she has been taking us through. She takes us basically through this entire detox. I'm about halfway through mine. And I just want to share up until this point what has really worked for me. Some of these things have come from the book itself, But also some of these things are thoughts that I've had, things that I would add to or things that I personally have done for myself while thinking about some of these question generators that she's given us. And so that's what I'm going to do is I'm just going to lay it all out on the line. And what I hope you take from this is one, I hope that you don't beat yourself up even more. (laughs) Two, I hope that you just take at least something that hits home, realizing that you don't have to take everything and try and implement it. This is just about the next best step. And when you hear it, you'll you'll know. 
You'll feel it and it'll hit you like really hard in the gut and be like, that's the one that I need to focus on right now. So with that, the very first thing that I did, and this actually came from Petra in her book, is she had me do an exercise about the thoughts going on in my head. And I've done something very similar before where she asked me questions of what are the nasty and disempowering thoughts that are crowding your brain the most? And so the way that I did this that personally worked best for me is I did a brain dump. I'm very, very big fan of the brain dump of just everything that's been going on in my mind. Maybe things that have been crowding my brain for the last couple of years that I haven't been able to get rid of. And long story short, I was able to pick out or at least identify the top three that were really disempowering, that were hurting me fairly badly, the things that were showing up the most. Um, And what was kind of sad, if I'm being honest, there was more than just three that were showing up quite often. But the three that I was like, this is what absolutely needs to be tackled first. And then what I did next is... I took this clarity that I had of what was actually going on in my head, which was really, guys, this was such a relief. Like, if you want to know the benefits of this, it's simply that you're taking all these thoughts and you're getting them out of your head, which they're not serving you up there. And you actually have a moment to just breathe and look at what's happening and just digest it. And I know that sometimes these processes, like, They don't feel very good, and sometimes it might create this habit of just like relapse of continuing to beat yourself over and over again for having these thoughts and not being able to get rid of them. This is one thing that I want to share with you just as a side tangent, is these thoughts that you have, they're never going to go away. So if you think that what I mean by this, that you are going to completely rid your slate clean or you're going to wipe your slate clean, excuse me, of all these thoughts that like one day these are automatically going to just poof. That's not what this detox is, and that's never going to happen. And I'm sorry to break it to you that way, but that's just the truth. You just get better at flipping the script. You get better at calling yourself out and saying, I'm not listening to you. I'm going to go a different direction. And so that's what I really want you to hear before we go into the rest of this. But what happened is I had this clarity sitting right there in front of me, and I asked myself, what's the proof these are actually true? And I started to write down those different things of why I thought these different things were true. And I also thought about this. If I keep these thoughts, what are the consequences that I'll face? This is actually a question that came from my time spent working with Tony Robbins and his team is I always think about the consequences. I'm usually not a person to be like, let's go think about all the negative things in our life. I tend to be a pretty positive person. But I think that it's important for us to see the flip side of what's going to happen if you keep telling yourself this story. What's going to change? What will you no longer have? How is life going to look different from you? And guys, those consequences, if you let them roll and roll and roll, can get pretty deep and pretty dang scary. And so I think when you're able to see the flip side of it, You can have more peace for where you're at now, but then now put yourself in the space of, okay, if I don't want to end up in these consequences, what is a different story that I need to tell myself? Not thinking about the outcome or where you're going to end up next, but just thinking, in order to not end up back there, what do I need to actually tell myself to dig myself out of this hole? And this process was really helpful because, again, I got to see both sides of the story of, okay, why do I think that this is actually true and actually asking myself, is this true? To only recognize that, okay, there's some insecurities here that I get the chance to deal with. What a freaking gift. And now I can go about working through those things and talking through those things and whatever it is that I need to do. 
But now I just did some really, really helpful work of being able to say, okay, when that thought comes up, because I know that it's inevitable that it will at some point in time, it's not going to just poof. What is the story that I tell myself? How do I redirect my energy and my effort and focus on the things that matter? Okay. So that is the very first thing that I did was just that thoughts exercise. The second thing that I started to think about too was expectations and not just expectations that I have of myself, but expectations of other human beings because they play into this just as much. Like, have you ever gotten ticked off that someone didn't do something for you and you thought that, oh, well, it's because like they don't appreciate this relationship or whatever the case is, when in fact, probably why they didn't get to something is because they had life going on. It had nothing to do with you. So if you've ever been in that circumstance, like this is really important to listen to. So when it came to expectations, this is what I thought about. I thought about what I wrote down, and I also thought about the different expectations that I have of myself and I have of others, which if you didn't write down anything in that first brain dump, write that stuff down. What expectations do you have of yourself and of other people? And just go wild. There's no right or wrong answer. And I want you to look through each of these and even think of your goals and think about, did I write these things down because someone else is expecting this of me or someone else is hoping or basically saying I need to accomplish this in order to feel worthy or successful? Or is this something that I genuinely feel pulled to, that I actually believe in? And I think that the answer to that question alone is going to give you everything that you need to know. If you are doing things for other people and not to serve yourself, especially first, you're going to drive yourself nuts. You're going to be pouring from an empty cup. You are going to be living a life that is not yours and you are going to end up as a human being that when you look in the mirror, you are not going to know what that person is. I've been there in that spot before and it is a terrifying feeling, okay? So if you feel like you're there or if you feel like you're on the road to being there, here's what I need for you to do next is I want you to ask yourself, are these things that I'm writing down Let's say that I actually believe that I feel genuinely pulled for them. I need for you to physically cross off the things that you don't feel pulled to or you feel like other people are expecting you to do. Cross those off. Freaking like write them on a different piece of paper, rip it up and burn it. Okay. That is the old you. We were throwing that out and we're going to start to identify the you that is meant to shine through. We're going to bring out everything that's already within. Okay. So after you have that fun, <laughs> make, making some paper confetti, is I want you to think about the things that you're actually feeling pulled to and ask yourself, are these goals or expectations realistic for the season of life that I'm in? Truly, are they actually realistic? And if not, how can I make them realistic for exactly where my feet are at now? And even more importantly, do I have ways to celebrate myself and my progress that I'm making throughout the entire journey? Okay. Those questions alone, you guys, about expectations of yourself, and you can do that same thing for your expectations of others, is going to help you so much. And if you're sitting here right now feeling like that was really hard, I don't know what goals and expectations I have. I've been there. I've so been there where you just feel lost and you don't even know who you are and how to dream and where to go. That's a real thing. It's a very real thing. I have clients of mine that for the first time after like working out consistently and asking themselves like, who the heck am I? Like they didn't know, but it finally brought them back to life. 
and you want to know what the key to it was. It wasn't that they did something ridiculous. It was the fact that they were acknowledging that they didn't know who they were anymore. And then when they were doing things, they asked themselves these questions. Am I doing this for myself or am I doing this for other people? Am I doing this because someone else expected this of me or because I genuinely want to? When I go and I have dinner or when I go and watch a movie, I'm so busy asking what did other people want? What did they need? La, 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 la. But now I just started asking myself, do I like these things? That's as small as this can start. Is if you feel like you have no clue where you are or who you are and what it is that you like and what it is that you want to shoot after, ask yourself just the small questions throughout the day. Do I actually like this? What are my thoughts on this? And slowly but surely, just through these little reflections, you're going to start to figure out the bits and pieces of things that you enjoy and the things that you don't enjoy. You're going to start to build the courage to maybe try something different and take that risk. And again, ask yourself, do I enjoy this or do I not enjoy this? And that's how you start to figure it out. There's no crazy way or journey of getting there. It's just simply being with your thoughts and with yourself and giving yourself permission to think about these things. So sorry, another little side tangent, but I think that that's also really, really important. And that leads me into the next thing that really helped, which is redefining your journey. You know, we talk, or I guess I should say, I've talked a lot about um, focusing on the journey and not the destination. Being able to really get rooted in the experience that you want to have over the outcome. And this is what I want you to remember from the episode last week. If you didn't, or if you just didn't even get a chance to listen, this is what I want you to know. Goals are there not to be met, but to stretch you. They are truly there to be your compass, not always be met, or better yet, your measure of success or your worth. Whether or not you hit a goal should not tell you this is how you should see yourself. This is your worth as a human being. If you do that, I've done that plenty of times, it's going to eat you alive. Truly, it's going to eat you alive. So instead, focus on the things that you can control. And the things that you can control is who you show up as, how you want to feel, and where your time needs to be spent to be able to do both of those things. If you can make a decision around those three things very intentionally every single morning before you start your day, the way that you look at the world and the way that you spend time in this world are going to shift. So again, just to recap those The things that you can control right now is not the outcome of what happens. Again, continue to dream big, go after those goals. But as you're going after those goals, this is what you can control in this very moment. Not the outcome, but who it is that you show up as today, how you want to feel, and where your time and energy needs to be spent to be able to do both of those things. Okay, three really important questions. And the last thing that I'll say about this too, just along the same lines of redefining your journey is the best piece of advice that I've ever gotten is measure yourself backwards, not forwards. This was from the book called The Gap and the Gain. I did a ton of episodes on this in 2022. So you can go back to those um, if you'd like about how to get out of this gap mentality and to get into the gain mentality. But the best piece of advice is to measure backwards and not forwards. And essentially what that means is the you back then would kill to be where you're at right now right? We forget how often, how far we've walked, all that we've overcome, all the progress that we've seen from the little things to the really big things, because we're so futuristic, focusing on what's next and what's missing, because that's how our brain is hardwired. And so this is something, again, that is not going to come natural to you just due to that alone. 
So you have to make it a conscious effort. And if this is something I'm still working on to this day, is measuring backwards and not forwards. And so this is my challenge for you, is if you really struggle to celebrate yourself or your progress and your wins, maybe even do things like gratitude practice. Like it's just not a part of your vocabulary yet. It's not what makes you feel comfortable. I've also been there. There's times where I felt really good doing these types of things. And then I was like, I don't want to do it. Like I don't have the capacity for this and this doesn't feel right. I need to put I I need to think about something else. I've totally been there. I've shifted things a lot with my morning routine and how I celebrate myself a lot in the last couple of years. But what I would do and what I would challenge you with is not saying, okay, like, what's something that's great that happened today? Because I guarantee you're going to think about a million and a half things that went wrong and that's not going to put you in a great mood. But just think about what is something that the me back then would be so proud of and the me now. Like, what is something that I used to really struggle with back then? And what are the steps that I've taken that I can acknowledge in this moment? Those questions have really helped me because when I remember that there was moments where I couldn't even get off the couch and live my life, that I was crying every single day, that I didn't have people that I felt genuinely cared about me in my life outside of my immediate family. Like, when I really felt alone when I was really struggling financially. Like guys, there's a million and a half things that I can name off right now. I think about my life now and I'm like, whoa, that is a whole shift. And here's also the real, like the real, real side of this. Maybe you've let your life go a little bit. You're listening to this as like a saving grace right now and you've let your life go a little bit. It's okay. I truly believe that you're not being picked on, but I truly believe that your creator, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in as a higher power, that they test those that they're impressed by. And right now what they're showing you is a lesson. And within that lesson will be your purpose. And I feel that so deeply because I was there where my life went backwards by a ton. And it was because I walked through those moments that I recognized my purpose And now, three years later, my life looks vastly different and what I'm doing looks vastly different and I love it. And I wouldn't change or regret any of the heartache, the tears, the pain that I went through because the person that I stepped into, the person that the universe knew that I was capable of being, that person is freaking incredible, right? And so I need for you to know that too, if you feel like, okay, those questions don't necessarily hit for me right now. That's not the season of life that I am in and I feel like I've gone backwards. Appreciate this moment because everything that you need to know is is right in front of you and you will find that lesson and you will find that purpose, okay? Last thing that I want to say is if you are truly feeling like you're a struggling perfectionist or someone that just struggles with perfection, Schedule in things that keep you present and make it a daily habit to do something that scares you. These are two goals of mine that I have every single day. I make it a goal to have a daily date with myself, to just be completely present, to even if it's just staring at a freaking wall sometimes or breathing or whatever the case is, right? Is to schedule in time where I can just be with myself, with my thoughts, exactly where my feet are at. And to also do something that scares me every single day. I love doing that in Ninja, right? Because here's the way that I think of this. If I can do more things that scare me and if I can be more present exactly where my feet are at, I just tackled two of 
the biggest problems that I think perfectionists deal with. And that is the fact that they are so busy thinking too far forward that they can't appreciate where they're at now and they struggle to celebrate themselves. And they're so afraid of taking that leap of faith because they are afraid that they're going to fail or they don't fully know the road in front of them. And by practicing those two things every single day, this is how I want to show up. I want to do one thing that scares me and I want to do one thing that keeps me totally present. I am building up that person that can say, see you later, perfectionist habits. I'm going this way instead. I am redirecting my energy. But that's it, you guys. That's what I have for you today. And I hope that this truly did help. And I do want to leave you with this one final quote from the book, Perfection Detox, that really hit home with me. Have a plan, but have no expectation of the outcome. Let go of the life that you have planned in your head to accept the one that is right in front of you. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today, being honest, being vulnerable, and just being exactly where your feet are at with me to address these perfectionist tendencies. If this helped, please feel free to reach out and let me know what worked, what didn't work, especially if you have any questions about how I've tackled certain things. And if this is something that really impacted you today, I just ask that you share it with a friend or a neighbor that needs to hear this message because as we all know, we could all use a little bit more of this love right now. But thank you again for showing up for you today and I'll see you next week for some more real talk, conversations on life, and healthy, delicious tacos. See you guys next week.